Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Mm-hmm. There we go. Today is April the 8th, 2021, and we're here again with Carrie to talk about jurisdiction so before we start Kerry do you want to tell people about the text you got yeah huh I don't know what text I got <laughs> oh, the, the, oh the one oh yeah yeah I got a text today and um, it, it's got it's on a some show Anyway, and the one guy says that the insurance companies are canceling life insurance policies and um, health insurance policies for people that got vaccinated. And they they said, because we don't insure bungee jumpers that don't use a, a rope. So um, uh, I got it today, and I haven't really looked at it, but I just thought that was pretty interesting. Wow. I mean, if that's true. It's a good thing, isn't it? If that's true, that that is going to be a major, major pushback. Uh, yeah, it is. Vaccination crowd. Yeah, it is. Wow. Yep. So, well, Hail Mary, go ahead. Go ahead, Carrie. Well, oh, just I want to get started with a real quick story that happened today. We went to court, and um, and uh, it's an it's over the IRS, and the judge said the the that they had to have an attorney, or he would or he would be in contempt of court. And, and the second thing is, he has to, what is it, um, plea not guilty. So he asked me what to do, and so what we did was, he has his attorney standing there, and he makes his plea innocent until you prove me not guilty, and then fired his attorney. And so now... They they said they'd never heard it. They don't know what to do, but they were trying to put him in jail. Anyway, he in, uh, they ended up going home because they said they don't understand it. So the explanation we gave them was, did you ever take um, um, some kind of some kind of theory? I forgot what he what it was called now. And they said, no. He said, I got a master's degree in it. He said, it's 2 pi divided by Pythagoras theorem of a right angle makes it a negative, and you can't, um, you can't prove a negative. The judge says, that's true. He said, so I'm innocent until you prove me not guilty. 
So now we got that on the books, and and I thought it was, I thought it was good. It was funny. Oh, it, it's it's <laughs> uh, anyway. It, it's it's a quantum theory. Yeah, he uh, he the, the, he says, uh, did you ever take quantum theory? And the judge says no. The attorney says no. He says, well, I got a master's degree in it. Anyway, so he made up some formula and said it's a negative. And you can't prove a negative, therefore I'm innocent until you prove me um, not guilty. So we use not guilty in his uh, plea. And anyway, I just thought that was really interesting because now they they didn't put him in jail. Now he's got he's got to go back one more time, and I think we're going to be okay on it now. Okay, so, does anybody uh, have? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I have a question first. So okay. I spoke to one of my other mentors about that plea. I'm innocent until proven not guilty, which is funny. Um, and it kind of trips them up. However, I talked to one of my other mentors about that, and he said, what you want to do is you say, I stand on the presumption of innocent of any wrongdoing. Now, the problem is we couldn't do that. If we would have done that, he would have went to jail right then. He had a mandate from the court that said he had to say not guilty or go to prison. That was his, that was his options. I don't care. That was his option. So we said basically the same thing. The only difference was we used right. what they said which kept him from, from being in contempt of court. So he's innocent until they prove him not guilty. Now, if they try to prove him guilty, they violate and we can appeal. If they try to prove <laughs> him not guilty, he's innocent. So what we've done is we've put him in a position, I think, I don't know, but I'll know here in a few weeks, we've put him in a position that they're not gonna, what are they gonna do? Think about that a minute. He's innocent until they prove him not guilty because they said he had to say not guilty. They never saw it right. coming. So anyway, <laughs> that's enough of that. That's enough of that. We just That's what we came up with. And the okay. other one wasn't an option. The other one wasn't an option because we had to use that. And then um, okay. the lawyer's been fired. So are there any questions? We're going to yes. talk about jurisdiction. Yes. We're going to talk about jurisdiction again. Yes. Male Harry. Yes, Hale what? Mary has a question. Male Harry. Oh, she, she, so what? She had her turn last week. Okay. <laughs> Thanks anyway, Mary. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm kidding you. Go ahead. I, thank you for being here, Mary. Oh, yeah. No, thank you for being here. Um, I, too, heard that, and I'm trying to find out the resources that I heard that about the life insurance. Life insurance policy, for sure, for the... Um, the uh, the jab in the arm. So um, I, I, I'm trying to find where that I I saw that too. So, well, I have it. I just don't want to take the time because I have a chance. I'm, I, it's on my I'm on a phone, and if I go through it, I may knock it off. But I'll right, send right. it pad when we're when we're done. So Tad will have it if anybody wants it. Just go to youhavetheright.com and he, somehow he'll figure out a way to get it to you. Um, so, so here's the thing. So, 
So do you think people should cash in on their life insurance policy if they're going to take the jab? Well, the problem is life. you can't really say that because life insurance, there's a whole lot of them. There's whole life, universal life, and, and some of them you have to die to do it, so I hope they wouldn't cash in. But if you have some kind of a, if, if you have some kind of a cash value that and, and you took it, I mean they're not going to pay you. So again, I don't give legal advice. I don't give right. insurance advice. Right. All I did was heard that I, I got the little short video. It's about thirty five seconds, and the two right. guys are talking. He said, "Oh, let me show, let me tell you what happened today." And he, so he told me, or he said it on the deal, and and it struck me as as pretty good. I mean, if it's true, it, it struck me as here we go again with another con- controversy that that could unwind, that could unravel everything. And Congress, everybody in Congress took the sh- took their COVID. So maybe we'll have an, uh, a, a short election here. Maybe we'll re- have to have another election. Well, you know what? I don't think they did. I think what they got was saline shots. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't want to. You know, I don't know. I'm not going to say they did or didn't, but I thought I that was interesting. It. Right. Does anybody have a question? Thank uh, you. None of that. And I, I, we can talk about that, but that's not really my expertise. And uh, I'm here to try to help. With, 828 um, area code has a question. Go ahead. Hey, Tad. It's Tori. Hey, Carrie. Tori. Hey. The All Tornator. Right. Only on occasion. Hey, I was just going to emphasize, not only are they canceling um, your life insurance policy and your health insurance, there are um, uh, workout, bodybuilding, uh, workout, health, what do you call them, health? Yeah, yeah, health, I, heard uh, that. I heard that one place did that. They're not allowing their personal trainers to train any of their clientele who have had the vaccine because they don't have liability insurance to cover them. Okay. Now you said you said a a workout place. I have no idea. Yeah. I've never darkened I've never darkened the door, so I don't know what you're talking about. Gymnasium. <laughs> a gym. Oh, yeah. A gym. You know, well, gym I know don't gym. you we talk about gym all the time. Yeah, I know, Jim. But when you when you talk about working out, running, and all that, I have no clue what you're saying. That's that's a foreign yeah. language. So Thank I want to ask you a question us. about jurisdiction. Well, so so since mo- so since all courts have limited jurisdiction, right? Like traffic court okay. can't handle your bankruptcy case or can't handle your U.S. tax court case but they can handle your traffic court case. So if, um, if, if I've been to the United States tax court and I've got a court order, um, then what court is a local IRS office threatening to take me to to sue me? What is the collection okay. due process hearing? That's yeah, not a court. What, right, let me tell you what they're doing. And why they, because we're opening this up to people. Now, right. they're, going to take you to the, they're going to take you to the United States District Court. The United, oh, States okay. District, the, the United States District Court can't hear a tax court case. Right. The IRS will not take, the IRS will not take you to the United States uh, Tax Court because they will lose. Now, let me just tell you what, 
put this together for me. I went to the United States District Court, went to their web page. It's completely different than what it used to be. I, I was on there today and I couldn't find it, but it's there. I know it is. There's tabs and there's drop downs and all of that. There's a when you get a drop down, it's going to say contact us or something to that effect. I didn't find it. I didn't have time tonight to look for it. On right. that page, it says we have. This is a court of limited jurisdiction. Then right. what they have is that okay. Then there's a they tell you what they have jurisdiction on, and it's very clear. Well, I sent that. I sent the clerk of court precise. in the U.S. District Court a letter and asked that person, the clerk of court in the U.S. District Court, if they had jurisdiction over the IRS, and she sent me a letter back saying no. Wow. See, now, if you don't mind, uh, you know, uh, uh, I got the same letter. I can't find it. We would like, if again, it's yours. We're not telling you to do anything. But if we can share that, because, see, what we're trying to yeah, do is let me look to for it. Yeah, and then just yeah. write, write out any any reference to you at all. But what? So that means the IRS does not have jurisdiction. I'm, I'm sorry. Right. The, the, yeah, the United States District Court. The United has States District Court doesn't have jurisdiction over the IRS. The only court in the Correct. land that has jurisdiction over the IRS is the United States Tax Court in Washington. D.C. Well, be careful when you say that because they're going to say the the uh, United States Tax Court in Dallas, Texas, is an arm of it. So, so I don't want to play semantics. I'll right, 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 right. what I'm saying is, I don't want to. Okay, I don't want to fight that because what happens is, if you if you let them lean on you hard enough, they'll win. So, so the only court that has jurisdiction on tax matters is the United States Tax Court. Now, it very well okay. may be the United. It may be in Washington D.C. But, but what happens is when you go on here, when you fill out your court order to go to the court, it says what court do you want to go to? In my case, it, it would be Dallas. So. What we right. see, so that's why. I, okay. So oh, just, oh, oh, just, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. One locally so, so in your not, state. I totally right, understand. Right, so, so don't get okay, hung up on I the mean. state of it. Right. Yeah. Please. That's right. It's right. just the United right. States Tax Court. There you they go. have they that's have right. other federal offices that are affiliated with it. I understand. Okay. Okay. That, all I want you. So to they do would is, not be taking me to the local tax court in the state yeah. of North Carolina. They'd be taking me to they the United States District Court. And with that letter that you have, you can break it off in them because they're telling you they don't have jurisdiction now. You can bring it up and see <clears throat> where the problem comes. That attorney today told this friend of mine, he, uh, we're trying to challenge jurisdiction. He said the judge won't like it. Well, I don't care what the judge likes. So what's happening is, um, attorneys are forbidden to challenge jurisdiction because, okay, let me step back for a minute. How does the court get jurisdiction, by the way? For an example, how does the, how do you, how does the federal district court get jurisdiction? Well, you can't, you can't give it to them. They just take it. 
Okay, then how do they, what are, what are they using for taking it then? What are they using for taking it? See, boss, they can't get it. So the reason they, see, if an, if an attorney challenged jurisdiction, then you, you would, they could help you win your case because, because if the court has no jurisdiction, they can't see the case. The reason a court has no jurisdiction is we, the Bill of Rights says we have inalienable rights. Another way to say that is unlienable. We have unlienable right. rights. Okay, when the court is trying to make you do something and they're forcing you to do it, they're leaning them. They're leaning your rights. Therefore, they lose jurisdiction in the issue. They might very well have, they could have subject matter jurisdiction. So a traffic court could have subject matter on traffic in a traffic court, but they can't get in personam, that's personal jurisdiction. Because right. in order for them to get personal jurisdiction, they have to lean your rights to do it. And so that's why you hear me say all the time, it's not about you, it's about the law. So what we have to learn is to stand right. Correct, and stand, and with what you have, if you share it with us, we can use that saying, look, the, the court said they don't have jurisdiction. If they don't have jurisdiction, then you, you, can, you can stand in the rain all night long, and it doesn't make any difference because there's no yeah. jurisdiction. And that's I got, what we're I got to that letter. You. Yeah, I got that letter back sometime right after I'd sent off my very first petition to the tax court. You well, know, I think good. I sent them right. nine petitions before they... Right. They actually. Right. Well, I did this. And you I were like, just photocopy that questionnaire and send it in. Right. They'll finally respond to you just so you'll quit mailing them. <laughs> right. And so they did the same to me, and, and we moved. And once I moved, when I had to move, I can't find mine. I have one too. And that's how yeah. I got started in all this. That's how I got started in all this stuff. And so. Well, I've just got to go through all my paperwork. I got a whole file cabinet full of it. I'll find it though. Okay, so here's the question. You have to sue an IRS agent. What court would you sue them in? If I have to sue an IRS agent, I could take them to the United States federal court, couldn't I? No, they're not a federal but, employee. Oh, that's right. I could take them to the district court if I wanted to sue them. You can't, you can't, you can't take them to the district court. If I'm suing a person for personal injury, I'm a first-hand material fact witness that has suffered personal injury at the hands of an IRS officer. At Title 26, 7214, they can't go okay, to extremes. To hey, hold on. You're going too fast. Hold on. 7214. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 7214. Talks about the, the, um, the harassment of the federal agents, the tax... Hey, um, now, give me a second so on, I can man. answer I gotta find it. Okay. okay, you don't have to find it. You don't have to find it. 7214 right. is BAT. Good night. Give me a second now. 7214 is Title 27. That's Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. The problem we're having right. is, okay, I know it is. In Title 26, you have to understand this. In Title 26, there's two titles in there, 26 and, and 27. 27. Yep. So Title 26, Section 7214, they're saying it's in Title 26 book, 
but it's it's statute seventy two fourteen. Seventy two fourteen. So it should be in Title twenty seven. Right. Should be. Okay. But they talk about, you know, tobacco and fermented liquors and things like that when they're talking about unlawful acts of revenue officers or agents and how they're defrauding the United States government. Okay. Now, let, let, uh, what we're going to do now just is... Real is quick, anybody... real quick, Carrie. Real quick, just yeah. go ahead and, and, and have the conversation, but maybe abbreviate it because we have two other people with their hands raised. We've got a queue of people right now. You but don't ahead, understand. Ahead, I can't... Yay! I can't see him. So all you have to do is say we got somebody else. Hit it. Let's go. No, but she's got a good point. So let's finish this point. Well, you have to understand something. In Title 26, you have two titles. There is no Title 27 by itself they it's just they just 26. slid it under 26 so, didn't they get, let, let me let me finish okay Tori let me finish so what okay. they're doing is when they say title 26 dash whatever it is they're saying it may or may not be 26 we have to make sure that it is so that we don't get caught arguing 26 and they're talking about 27 so what you have to understand is the, the reason uh, it says you get their their legal right is 6001, 6011, and 6012A, and the regulation is that's Title 26. That tells you everything there is to know about Title 26. Anything else may or may may or may not be 27. So you have to be very careful. So to get back to the question, if you're going to sue an IRS agent. What court would you take them to? I don't even know how to answer that question now. Okay, therein lies the problem. We're trying to sue IRS agents. Well, to be honest with you, you can't. Say you can't sue an IRS agent. So think okay. about that one, and 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 I'll come back later. Did and, Did they swear an oath of office? It doesn't the IRS matter. IRS agents swear an oath of office? It makes no difference, okay? You're getting into semantics, not semantics, but you're trying to hold them to something. It doesn't matter. It makes okay. no difference. It makes Sorry. no difference because... All right, Tori, can you email me that letter you got? Yeah, as soon as I find it, I'll send it to both of you. Okay, thanks. Thank you, Tori. I do appreciate thanks, it. Very Gary. good. Good question. No Absolutely. problem. Good question. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, Tad, get the next person. That was 828. Now we go to 848. Go ahead. Hi, uh, yeah, this is Andrew. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Tad. Um, Andrew. <clears throat> Hello. I feel helpless just waiting around. Um, I know I've, I've sent my petition off to the court and everything. Uh, I feel like I should be proactively creating nope. stuff in anticipation okay. of you know, which direction they're going to go. Okay, um, I'll tell you uh, what to do. Okay. 
call the number, the 1-800 number or the 202 number, call them. Somebody will answer the phone and tell them, I've sent in, a, a, I've sent in my uh, docket, uh, I've sent in my uh, uh, motion, I need to know where it, where it is. They're going to tell you where it is. The last person that called, they said they're eight weeks behind just inputting them. So that means they're eight weeks, they're eight weeks behind. So you, just because they got it does not, you know, if it's one in line, you're looking at eight weeks before they input it. Then you're looking at probably another two or three weeks before they look at it. So you're looking two, right. two and a half, maybe three months out. It's not my problem. It's their problem. But let me help you with a, with a thought pattern. Once you file it, you'll have a dot, uh, something that says you filed it. You'll have a, a envelope something. Um, what you may even have a docket number. Go online and see if you have a docket number. Now, with that docket number, if the IRS writes you a letter saying you didn't jump off the bridge, all you have to do is say uh, you're, prejudic you're prejudicing my case on the grounds. Here's my docket number. I've already I'm in court with that issue. You need to stop harassing me and trying to prejudice my case. They don't want any part of that. So what that will do is if it takes five years, you've got five years of your, your health is clean for five years. In other words, whatever it takes. So it's not always a bad thing if we make it to our, use it to our advantage. Gotcha. I, I was just, you know, we've, I've heard different stories on these calls. And, like, if they do X, I should, you know, I want, I want to be prepared to do Y. And if they do Z, you know, I want to be prepared to do W or something. You know, just have everything. And that's fine. fine. There's not anything. There's not any. We don't know what they're going to say to you. But when they say it to you, we have, we'll, have, we'll help you cover it. We've got it, we've right. got it but, covered. Uh, uh, it, I mean, there's nothing on Tat's site that you know, like uh, this is what uh, this is what somebody experienced, and this is how they handled it. Okay, there's there's not okay, there's not any there's not okay. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you the answer for you, and I'll write your brief for the next issue. But I want you to tell me what the the what weather's going to be like in Detroit downtown at 10 o'clock on Thursday next Thursday. What's the weather like? Totally Totally understand. Okay. See. I, I just, okay. That's all I'm saying. I can't. I can't answer. And there's nothing you can do. I mean, there's just nothing you can do. Okay. Pat, now, uh, when, when you get caught up. Sorry. No, go ahead. Um, uh, I'm just here. I'm just question? here. It's your guys' call. Yeah, go ahead. Your question about uh, suing the uh, IRS agent. Um, wouldn't you be able to sue the man or the woman in common law court? Or in a common law okay. court. Now, okay, Let, let's say you do that, you get a judgment. You get a judgment for a trillion dollars. You're going to take that judgment to the common law sheriff and have the common law sheriff knock on their door and make them pay you. Now, my question is where's the common law sheriff in your state? <laughs> uh, I'd have to search high and low. I, I doubt I would find them. No, you wouldn't. They don't have one. See, what's happening is you're trying to go to a third party. Now, let me tell you the best way to do it. Go to China, file, the, file the, the lawsuit against the agent in China, have China rule in your favor. Come back and say, I've got a Chinese uh, 
I've got a judgment against IRS agent Mary Lou from China. What are they going to do to you? Mm. Laugh. See, that's what I'm trying to tell you. We're, we're doing this stuff that makes no sense to me. The, when I started this in 1988, I sued an IRS agent and won, won everything I asked for. I went to the Hague. I got the judgment from the Hague. When I came back and I went down there to the IRS building and tried to force that down the throat of that IRS agent, two years later, I was indicted. So, yeah. What I'm telling you is, there's no Hague sheriff. Yep. Yep. Okay. See? All right. So, does that answer your yeah. question? So, so does that? that yes, yeah. sir. All okay. Right. Thank you. Tad, when you when you get caught up on the questions, let me know. Go ahead. Or the got two more. Hand raises. And the six one nine area code. Remember that article I sent you that we talked about? They wrote about. That's what I want scatter. you. To, I want you to talk about. I want you to talk about that. Well, this next caller is the one that sent it to me, so he can talk to you about it. All right. Are you, are you talking about the secret subpoenas? Nope. <laughs> okay, scatter, I don't know where. A scatter. Oh, shot. That's, yeah, the scatter, the scatter petitions. Yeah, <laughs> scatter shot petitions. Um, so the uh, the consent decree is now docketed on the on the in my docket, and I'll get certified copies of the entire record. I'll call them up and have them do that electronic certifications. And the my, my issue is now to go back and recoup all the garnishment seizures, levies, and everything that they've seized, and, and plus the reaccounting of all the improperly accounted revenue as income and everything. So I, it's a follow-on step. Once I have the decree is what I'm curious about. Does that okay. make sense? Um, yeah, it does. But but you're you know you're asking to answer a question about getting money back on this forum. As soon as that happens, everybody on the phone is, and, and everybody else is going to run and do it. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to lose your money over it. It would be better for me to talk to you one on one. Okay. And the as reason soon as I get this, this just this just isn't this just isn't the forum for it. All right. The um. Because, because, because we got a John Doe um, um, case, uh, fill your court case out just like this. Here's your John Doe. Could, can somebody send it in as with the John Doe on it? They put it. They send it to the court with John Doe on it. So what I'm saying is that for me to tell you how to how to do that, that's what's going to happen. You're going to end up saying it's going to just. So it would be better to just talk to you one on one. All right, I'll arrange that. But once I once I have the certified decree, consent decree, I'll send it over to you. That'd be great. Now, you sent the scatter. Would you, would you tell them what? The, would you do you mind just sharing a little bit what that what it was? Um, I don't know if Tad has it open in front of him. I don't have it open in front of me. Uh, if Tad wants to lead it, he can. If he has it I open. I don't. Right, hold on. It, I'll have to. It's just. Uh, CPA law firm or whatever that's complaining that this is messing things up. Yeah, um, they're saying that, they're saying that this call is messing things up. No, it's the uh, when they come in and they they do a whole a bunch of years they have a word for it, and uh, I'll find Tad's email real quick. 
and scattershot petitions, it's called. Um, it says, report all of the, these two cases, it will discuss, uh, we will, I will discuss is what I'm terming scattershot petitions. These are petitions that were filed that cover a broad number of tax years. And it goes into it. Um, and they, they kind of poo-poo it in this article. Uh, is pretty much what they say, rather often, valid notice determination. In essence, we have a first-time hunt. In essence, we have a first-time hunter that runs into a field fires a shotgun without applying the concept of aiming the shotgun to change metaphors. It seems to be, seems to be the throw at the wall and see what sticks method of court filing <laughs> is what they go on to, to talk, talk about it. And see, what's happening is... If you read the comments, yeah. there's three of them. The third one is the one that actually picked up on it the best. But even he right. pooped it. Is it in the yeah, case of Mr. Einhardt filed? Yeah, and see where the problem's coming. Um, when the person that just not too long ago called asking why his case hasn't done nothing with it, they said they're eight weeks behind. That tells me that that with the COVID and us ha hammering them the hard as they are, I don't see how the IRS is going to stay alive longer once more because they're, they're, there's a hiring freeze on them. Well, there may not be now because of who's in there, but there's a hiring freeze on them, and they can't, they can't even keep up to what's going on, and now we're hitting them with this. So so we're, what, what's happening is they're, they're losing more and more and more. We're taking money out of their pockets, in their opinion, and we're putting it back in the people that own it. And that's, that's, that's the poop-poop part that they don't really like. Okay. Um, yeah, I can send you over this finding I had on, out here, but... Okay, I'll, 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 I'll contact you directly, and the consent decree will be the subject line. Thank you. Right, okay. Thanks. 816, go ahead. This is for real. Um, I'd like to ask Carrie to resume the because when asked about um, Oh, I had it in my mind. I was holding it there. You were answering why it wouldn't work. Oh, to, to, um, I think it was on the sue the, the IRS agent and why what the man was talking about wouldn't work. And you said because, and then you weren't able to finish your comment. I was really interested in that. And okay. I'm not sure. Uh... Okay, the IRS agent cannot be sued. And the reason the IRS agent cannot be sued, whether they've taken an oath or not, that's irrelevant. See, we're trying to make them do something. Okay, the IRS does not work for the, I'm sorry, the IRS does not work for the federal government. The federal government works for the IRS. The reason I say that is the IRS works for the IMF. That's the, that's the um, um, International Monetary Fund. So if the if the government needs money, it goes to the IRS to get money. So if you take the IRS to the to the federal court, they're gonna they're gonna say, well, they'll let you spend your money, <clears throat> but they can't rule in your favor because they have no jurisdiction. That's how I learned. 
you could take one to the United States tax court, and we did. But what you should do is sue the 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 commissioner in tax court using their forms, and then uh, write your motion in that direction because the 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 um, the commissioner were he's the head guy at the IRS. These agents work for him. So we've got the, the the straight line now, and then we can go to the United States Tax Court because every court every court is a court of limited jurisdiction. See, so you're trying to sue the IRS agent in in the United States District Court. The United States District Court number one can't see a tax can't hear a tax case. Number two, it can't hear an IRS case. So you have to take it to the tax court, and if you go to the United States tax court, it's going to tell you they're a court of limited jurisdiction. They're going to tell you what they have jurisdiction over. And I'm going to just give you two. There's five things there. Well, one of them is statutes. If 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 somebody violates a statute, well, Title 26 is a statute. If the IRS agent violates the statute, that court now has jurisdiction on the statute. So when you sue the IRS agent, you write the case against the IRS agent using the statute he violated. For an example, I went to the tax court. The tax court said the IRS didn't give me a statutory notice of deficiency a statutory notice of determination for 6212 and 6213A, and it's mandatory. So um, the agent is saying that I have to give them uh, uh, all of my money. They have a lock-in letter. They're putting a lien or a levy against me. What they're doing is they're violating this Title 26, the statute 6212 and 6213. The court then has jurisdiction not necessarily over the IRS agent, but over the statute, then it will make a decision in your favor. Thank you very much for answering. Does that make sense? Right. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Much sense. Thank you so much. Yes, my pleasure. We, We just have to think about what we're doing. We have to think about what we're doing. And remember, an an attorney will tell you that the the tax court order you have doesn't say what you think it does, and it doesn't mean anything. Well, the reason it doesn't mean anything is because they're going to take you to the United States District Court. The United States District Court cannot tell you what it says because it's it's not their court case. So the only way you can get a positive ruling on your your lawsuit would be using the tax court, then use your tax court order as your evidence. And if you go to the tax court, go to their forms. They have a form package that you can use. It's actually a form that you fill out, and that's the motion. It's all for quiet. Can you hear me? What is that motion? What is the the motion? Uh, who's it against? So who's the defendant, or whatever the respondent, or whoever it might be? Well, it it, it would be the it would be the commissioner, because the commissioner he's the head guy. So the commissioner 
if you look at it, the commissioner, he's, the, he's in charge. So you sue the commissioner for violating. Uh, you, you went there and the commissioner said, we don't have jurisdiction. So what you would say is, commissioner, your own person who works for you said, you're, you're full of bananas. Here's the problem. See, then you, so you write the suit instead of saying, them SOBs, they can't do this, they can't do that, I'm a this, a man, I, I, they're trying to hurt me, my family. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. That's why I tell you, none of that matters. You go in there and you tell the commissioner, you said, this is what you said through the DOJ attorney, through the motion that was written. It says you, th that uh, I never received in statutory notice of deficiency or statutory notice of determination. Therefore, the commissioner, I'm sorry, the Internal Revenue Service, the commissioner has no jurisdiction. Now, the IRS is going to my job, telling my job that they should take my money, going to my bank, taking my money, yet you don't have jurisdiction by your own, uh, by your own um, um, testimony. See Exhibit A. Now, when they try to do something, you have a docket number that you can use to stop all that. What we're doing is, is the bank will say, well, we, we, you have 21 days or 20 days to get this fixed or we're going to give the IRS your money. We take the docket number, hand it to the bank and say, we're in court with that. You're trying to interfere with my lawsuit. They're opening themselves up to see. So what's happening is they're not turning over the money because they don't want to be part, they don't want to be liable for something that you may win. So once they lift it, we draw the money out and we got the money. So what we're doing is we're using every method that we can in our favor. Did that answer your question? Yes, it did. Thank you again very much. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, that's my pleasure. Um, my so pleasure. Anybody else that has any questions, hit star two on your phone. So, wow, we've had quite a few. Eight two eight. That's Tori. That's Tori again. The Tornator. Tornator. Hey, are we going to talk about the uh, the parallel table of authority? We can tonight. We can. Uh, what she's asking is the parallel table of authorities is written by the GOP, the GPO, the Government Printing Office. Now, what happens is I'm going to use Title 26, and this is how I know 26 and 27 is in the same book. The parallel table of authorities, you'll go and get it and look at it, and it'll say Title 26, Section 6332 for an example. The next one over will tell you what um, statute that's referencing. It'll say 26, or it'll say 27. So if you go to and what, the, what, what the IRS charges you with is willful failure to file. That's 7203. Go to the, go to the parallel table of authorities. Title 26, 7203, go to the right, and it says Title 27, Part 70. Now, 
Art 70 is irrelevant because we're not, we have nothing to do with Title 27. So what they're saying to you is willful fair to file is Title 27. The other one they hit you a lot with is 7212. 7212 is willful fair to file and defraud the government. 7212 is, is Title 27 Part uh, 30, 40, and 50 or something like that. But again, it's Title 27. So when right. you get when you get when you get a letter in the mail, it's going to say according to our records under sixty nine oh four whatever it is seventy two oh nine seven seven oh three you didn't file right. a ten forty form. If you get the parallel table of authorities and go to that section, it's going to be Title twenty seven because there's no implementing regulations on Title twenty six, and the reason for it is. Title 26 talks about income. Taxing income is unconstitutional. Title 27 is an excise tax on alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. So it's 100% legal. So what happens if you if you own a bar and a guy comes in and you buy the beer from the distributor, the distributor charges a tax on the beer before you get it. So it's already the tax is already paid on it. There's nothing you can do about it. It's already paid. That's an excise tax. And how you know it's an excise tax? If I buy a $100 pair of shoes and you buy a $100 pair of shoes, we're both going to pay the same excise tax, whether it's a dollar or $10 or $100. Whatever you buy, I buy, it's the same. That's an excise tax. Income taxes, the reason you can't tax the income because if you have a lot of money and you buy a, a helicopter, you're going to write off $6 million a year using your helicopter. I don't have that ability. I have a job that I punch a clock. I buy a new truck and I have to pay it. So what I'm saying is so there's a lot of no-nos that they're doing in the income taxes. So alcohol, tobacco, and firearms has implementing regulations. What does implementing regulations mean? That means there's a regulation for every uh, for every uh, statute. There has to be an implementing regulation so you know what the regulation says. So if the regulation says uh, the boy is tall, the implementing regulation is going to say tall means over six foot. So that you, in other words, it's going to tell you what it means. Now, right, right. if you go to the parallel, yes, but if you go to the parallel table of authorities. I'm just using a number. I'm not saying that this is the one. And it says 6332. 6332. You go to 6332, and it's not there. If it's not there, that means there's nothing. That means it's there's no implementing regulation. There's nothing there. So that means that that's a dead that's a dead uh, uh, issue. They can't they can't charge you for anything, but you get a lot of letters in the mail that'll say according to sixty three thirty two B C and D. If you go there, there's there's no implementing regulation. That's how you would answer it. I used according to your letter I received on such and such a day and closed for your convenience under the parallel cable of authorities and closed for your convenience. There is no implementing regulation. Therefore, what are you saying? And send it back because. They're, they're implementing something that can't be implemented, see? Now, gotcha. my wife makes a, okay, my wife makes a sugar-free cake. 
but uses sugar in it. Mm-hmm. See, that makes no sense. How can it be sugar-free if you use sugar? That makes no sense. Right. But that's what, right. okay, that's what they're saying. They're saying 6332, if that's the one. There's no implementing regulation. So according to, uh, that's like saying I make a sugar-free cake. Man, it's good. What do you put in it, sugar? <laughs> well, then, <laughs> you know, my, my wife, right. my wife makes this wonderful. My wife makes a banana pudding and doesn't use any bananas. So then, what is it? It's pudding. See, we have to understand these things so that when you're looking at them, you know what they're saying. You can understand what they're saying and what that does. Well, I'll give you an I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example right here. I'm looking at the letter that I got from the Pennsylvania IRS office, and they're telling me that you know all this information that I'm giving them is frivolous. So on the back of it, it says, below is the general information on filing requirements and authority to collect tax under Title 26 of the U.S. Code. So I looked up 6001, 6011, 6012, and those are all under Title 26, but they are, 6001 is a notice of the regulations requiring record statements and specific returns. 11 is general requirement of return statement or list. 6012 is persons required to make returns of income. And then 6109 is the last one under Title 26, and that's just identifying numbers. Then when they go to 6151, oh, that's actually 26-2, but the collection authority, 6301, that's Title 27. Lean for taxes, section 6321. Lean for taxes, Title 27. Section 6331, the levy and distraint, that's Title 27. And section 7602. Right. That's how you answer. So they're not not talking about Title 26 wholly. So I will will definitely, now I got some, now I got some skin in the game. What this? Right. See, what they're saying is, now, I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know the, the, uh, the, the type. I want to know how many Bibles are there. I don't want to know there's a King James. I know that. There's a new King James. There's an NIV. I don't want to know that. Oh, there's a, there's a million years. Bibles in print, each one of them. No, there's not. Bibles. No, absolutely not. No, ma'am. You're okay. incorrect. There's... There's three Bibles. There's an Old Testament, okay. a New Testament, and a New and an Old Testament. Okay. See? Now, they may, okay, that's what they've done here. There's Title 26. Yeah. And what they've done is they put six and seven in it. So there's yep. three Bibles. Yeah, but, and they may have 500 different um, translations. I didn't ask you that. So there's a New Testament, an Old Testament, and a New and an Old Testament. So... What they're saying is Title 26. So you can say, well, I got a Bible. And when you open it up, there's a new and an Old Testament. That's what Title 26 is. Got 26 and 27 in it. So when they say Title 26, okay, that's what they're saying. So what we have to do is, uh, I don't know if it's important to you to have the parallel table of authorities or not. You can get it on the Internet, or you can go to, you got the, uh, you got a writer, dot com and you can get it there. Gotta do what? What do I need to get on you got a right dot com? 
no, it's, it's, it's you have the right dot com. I see that. What do I need to get on Tad's website? You have the right dot com. <laughs> well, no, if you want the parallel table of authorities. Oh, I've got it. You emailed it to me today. But I know. I sent it to you today. I understand. Mm-hmm. But I was telling you, you, you have the right dot com, huh? and you can, you know, we'll figure something out. Let Tad know that you want it. And we'll, we'll figure out a way to get it to you or whatever. But what we're trying to do is get you to understand. Um, um, don't everybody thinks the same way? Just like when we were right. in court today, and we told when we told them that we were innocent until they prove us not guilty. They don't have a clue now. What are they going to do? See, if they prove us not guilty, we're innocent anyways. If they try to right. prove us guilty, they they vow. See, there's no way they can win that argument. They're going to have to bring us back in now. Then, then we'll have something else for them. What I try to do is think outside the box, help you get a thought that will help you when you face these people. Because um, I want you to think about this, Tori, for just a minute. You have a 32-ounce glass, and I put 16 ounces of water in it. Tell me what what you have now. I got a 32-ounce glass with 16 ounces of water in it. That's correct. What do you have? Half a glass. Well, you got a full glass of water. <laughs> you got a full glass of so so you don't know what you got. See, in other words, you don't know what you have, do you? No, I guess I don't. <laughs> All you have to do is think it through. You have a full glass, half water, half air. See, they not waiting. <laughs> see, now they can't see that. See, they don't see that coming. Right. Well, no. But, and what they do is... I'm grateful I got some water in my glass, Kerry. <laughs> well, that would be fine. But what happens, see, what happens is if we say, well, we got my glass is half full, that's right. So then what they do is they take the half-empty questions and take them out of there, and they only ask you half-full questions. If you say, oh. well, it's half-empty, they take the half-full questions out and ask you half-empty questions. Because this is not legitimate. What it is, it's a mind screw. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to find out what you do or how you do it. Now, see, years ago I used to sell door-to-door. And there's four, there's four personality traits. What they want to do is they want to see what personality traits you are. And then they can come up with questions with that trait. And they will get the answers they want. There's, and, it, and it happens all the time. It's probably 98%. Yep. Okay. Yep. So what they're doing is they're going to ask you questions. See? Um, uh, uh, what's 12 inches, by the way? I don't know. You'd have to define that for me. Okay. Um, you know, it's 24 half inches. What is it? <laughs> See, you're standing silent. They're going to back you in the corner and beat your brains out. That's where the problem comes. See, now that I know what you are, I know what traits you are, I'm going to take all the other traits and put them away, and these are the only questions I'm going to ask you, because if I ask you enough of them, I'll get what I want to take you right where I want you to be, and you're going to say, that, you know, that, that judge in that court is corrupt. No, it's not that it, it is corrupt. Don't get me wrong. 
But the reason it's so corrupt, because we didn't see them coming. So let me ask you a question. If I hit you on top of the head with a hammer, a ball-peen hammer, would that hurt? Yes. Okay, Tad, if I hit her on the head, would it hurt you? Not at all. See, see you, made, you answered it. How can you, how, wouldn't hurt me, wouldn't hurt Tad. So there's two to one. I got you now. I'm going to put you in the corner and I'm going to say, so why did you say it hurt you? Well, it hurt me like that. Do you see the problem you're having? You can't answer that question until you say, hurt whom? Well, hurt you, yes. Now you've got them in the corner. Now, I want you to figure this. I, I'm re- we're remodeling a house. The idiot guy, one of my guys, He's on a, he, he was on top of his 10-foot ladder, did not have his hard hat on. He left his hammer on the top row of the ladder, got down, bumped the ladder. The hammer came down and hit him right on top of the head. Do you think it hurt him? Yes. No, it was a Nerf hammer. It was made out of Nerf. You can't answer the question until you know what we're I'm talking about. If you'd have said no, I'd say, well, heavens, yes, or what if it was a ball-peen hammer? See, in other words, what kind of hammer? What's it made out of? How much does it weigh? That's the same question as if I put a 32-ounce okay. glass. Because, see, what? And this, once they figure out what your answers are going to be, those are the red herrings. They're going to run at you until you go in the corner, and they're just going to start answering you questions, and you're going to answer as fast as they ask them. You're going to then run yourself and throw yourself under the bus, and you're going to go, well, that didn't go very well. See, when we went to court today, see, so when we went to court today, they asked him to plea. He said, I'll be glad to plea. I'm innocent to you, prove me not guilty. Well, he only had 15, they only wanted 20, 20 or 30 minutes. He was there an hour while they tried to figure out what he said. He just stood there and let, he said, he's like, it, 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 you stand there and you're watching. It's like watching children. It's like watching kids on a playground. They're bumping into each other, running into each other, going blah blah blah. Spit coming out of their mouth. You know. They try, he tried to. He, he used their legalese on them. See, and that's what we have to understand that we have to do. See, so let me ask you a question. Do you ha- do you have to file? No. Hey. Okay, so how do you t- how do you keep track of your uh, recipes? You just throw them on the floor, throw them in the trash. <clears throat> ask me the question again. Ask me the question it's again. Too late. It's too late. It's too late. So ask me. You ask me the question. Do you have to file? What file? What? Your IRS, your IRS form. My IRS form? What form? The one that they want you to send in every year. Oh, I don't know. Which one do they want me to send in every year? I don't know. See, you okay, don't know why you ask them. Okay, okay your, your Honor, I want that question struck from the record because the attorney is so stupid, they don't even know what they're asking. <laughs> See, that's how, I, that's how I deal with everything. In other words, you okay. ask me four times and you, no, I don't, you got me confused. Do I? Okay, well, guess what? Uh, I'll come home with you tonight. How's that? What? <laughs> See, you see, I'm just, what I'm trying to tell you is they can't 
think this way because they're trained. They're thrown in a box. Now, I want you to answer this question. I'm going to throw the dominoes into the box. Five times five equals, now, in the box is 23 and 26. What answer is the closest for you? you you got to pick one. Which one is it? Well, by your silence, uh, you admit you're so stupid. You want to do 120 days in the in the county jail. Now I just got paid a million dollars. I just got paid for you going to jail. Yes. Next. <laughs> you throw dominoes in the box and they equal 25, no. but one at 50. But no, no. Five but one's 23 five and equal. one's 26. Yeah. So what's the, what's say that the again? Okay. Five times five equals. Tw there's a domino that says 23. Or, I'm sorry, 24, and one says 26. What's the answer? All right, what's the closest answer you can get to it? Either one. Nope. Okay, which one? Since it's either, which one? 26. Okay, good. You're a you're a you're a half you're a half empty person. Take all the half aways and get. Now we're going to ask the rest of the questions here. I got gotcha. you. So my answer would be none of them. The answer is 25. Now they don't know it, and that's what I do to them every single time. See? It doesn't matter what you say. They could care less because once they get you, they're going to only ask you questions since you're, okay, you're one above, no problem. We're, we're only going to ask questions where the answers are one above. This is all, okay. see, all this is psychological. That's all. See? So there's four. I'm going to give you the four. I'm going to give you the four. Uh, um, um, physical, the four traits of people. Right? We're just going to call them A, B, C, and D. An A is a like a trump. He is he he, he hammers everything. He he pushes hard. B right. is okay. B is like an actor. It's all about me. How do I look? Me, me, me. C is um c is i need to know more i gotta know more more give me more give me more and b is i i gotta ask my husband i gotta ask my wife i can't make a decision now that you know that how are you going to sell your product to somebody who's an a personality how would you do that well you're going to starve to death this week no problem. <laughs> see? Well, but see, that's what they're doing to you. See? So what yeah. I try to do is I try to, okay, see? So there it is right there. And that's what they're doing to us. They don't ask us red herrings because they want to. They ask them so they can see where they're going to go with this. So, so the answer is 25. So they give you a 24 and a 26. What's the answer? Well, it's 26. That's, it's better to be one above. Or it's 24. It's better to be one below. Do you see what you just did? You set your yep. whole self up. And that's yep. what they do. What I do is I, I used to. I say, used huh. to know. I used to know how to do that. The guy who gave me an IQ test when I was in, when I graduated from college, um, it, you know, the, the boxes were, are you, are you single or are you married or are you divorced? And I put another box in there and said, I'm, I'm neither. I'm young, wild, and free. 
Okay. So I, I, at one point in time in my life, I actually thought a lot like you do. Right. But then I got so caged but, in and so boxed in right. yep. that I forgot but how to think for myself. You, right. I'm not telling you how to think. What I'm trying to do is show you that... To that open my mind system, a little bit and get outside of the box. Right. And this, this system that they put together is, is, um, is evil. Now, we have to get out from it so that we can see down the road far enough so we, you know, they keep talking about kicking the can down the road. Well, what are you going to do when they run out of road? Now it's your turn. See, and I'm just trying to keep you from getting kicked to the end of the road. All right, Tad. No, that's fine. I, 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 yeah, thank you very much, Kerry. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. Tad, anybody else have a question? There we go. Um, Any more questions? Yeah, anybody? Sar too. Yeah, have one more person that has a question, then we got to go. So we got to make this quick. 848, go ahead. No, we don't. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, uh, Andrew again. Um, so uh, my uh, final notice of lean was from the small business self-employed uh, division, um, which yes. has nothing to do with me. But I found out another person had a similar situation and they were being classified as a small business general contractor, which I guess kind of mm-hmm. fell under the grasps of the evil ones. So I guess my question is, is there something where I can find out if I'm being classified differently or, uh, All right. or now, somehow? Let me say this. About it. Let me say this. Okay, let me say this. You said a couple of things that I that I talk down to. How do I find out how I am part of I, this is part me, me, how, okay, I don't have a clue. I don't do it that way. What I would do is I would look at that. In there, it's going to give you a statute. It's going to say um, uh, you're under the small business, 6329, 6948, 9207, whatever it is then I would go to the parallel table of authorities. I'm just showing you how to use it. The parallel table of authorities will have that, that number, and it will say 27, or it won't be there. That means it has, it has nothing, or it'll say 26. So if it has no number, that means it's, it, uh, they, don't even have, they, they can't talk about it. Or you can say, okay, um, under 6001, 6011, 6012A, and they're and the regulations, it's none of those. So they don't have the right to even ask you anyways. What I'm trying to tell you is don't put yourself in the place because you're going to look for something and you, you, know, and you might find it. Me, I don't look for anything. I just go in there and say, okay, here's what the raw, what the raw numbers are. Now, let me ask you a question before, okay? If I bite your ear off like Mike Tyson did Holyfield, would that hurt? Hurt who? See how simple this is? That's exactly the answer. Well, you know, would it hurt Tad? I don't know. Ask Dad. Well, would it hurt Mary? I don't know. Ask Mary. See, now you're in a position that you can be on offense. See, that's the same thing here. You need to find out what they're charging you with, what statute. Find out what that statute's for. But I would be willing to bet you it's Title 27. So small business 
that means you, you're a you're a distributor for alcohol, tobacco, or firearms. I would yeah, guess. most likely. But uh, they they also okay. included interest for a corporation. Uh, there was they. It, it doesn't make sense, really, but I mean, they they put uh, some title, and then uh, when you read it, it says uh, okay. we were allowed. What to title did they put there? Can you tell? Can oh. you tell me what title it was, or what statute it was? Let me, let me see if I can grab it real quick. And the reason I say that is, we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and try to show you how to answer that. And and then what that will do is that will help you understand what we're trying to do. All what I'm trying to do is give you a different way to think about this. Because if you go back there and say, "Well, I'm not a, I don't have a business. I don't, uh, I don't have, I'm not a contractor. I'm not a, uh, uh, I don't fish for a living. Um, I don't gut 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 uh, fishes. I don't put tires on cars. See what you're doing is you're." Uh, they ain't saying that. I don't, I don't, what they're saying yeah, to you wanna... is, see, yeah. Found it. If you're interested, it's called okay. corporate interest yeah. IRC section six six two one C. Okay, six six two one. Yeah, six six. Okay, six six two one. I no, we don't care about the C. It's six six two one. Then it, it, it won't matter. Now, do you want me to take the time to look that up for you? Uh, uh, I've looked it up, but I mean, it, it says if you're a C, C corporation and you've nope, underpaid. Their I don't tax. care. Listen to me. I just told you that makes no difference. Look up 6621 in the parallel table of authorities. Right. Then okay. it will tell you, then it will tell you. The corporation that they're asking you about might be alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Now you've got an argument. The argument is, according to the parallel table of authorities, does that make sense? It it does. yeah. See, it's pretty <clears throat> simple. It's pretty simple if we just stay t- with it. Do you want me to look it up for you? 27 parts 46 and 70. CFR. There you go. Wait a minute. We don't care about there. We don't care about that. It's 27. What is Title 27? Uh, liquor and uh, tobacco and firearms. Okay, and so they're saying you owe money on your small business under 27 alcohol tobacco and firearms so you are in trouble for not paying your alcohol taxes see see now we got something to get traction see now we can get so that's how you're going to answer it well thank you for man thank you for the letter uh dated so-and-so enclosed for your convenience according to your letter you said uh, I was whatever they said, quoted verbatim, according to six whatever it is six six four two whatever you said. Please see Exhibit A, um, parallel table of authorities. That's Title Twenty Seven, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. I don't have anything to do with it. Fix your books. Have a wonderful day, and kiss the Easter Bunny this year.
send it back. All right. So- See, see, it's no, it doesn't question. Okay, say, say that one more time. Can you what? Should I tell them? Can you or what? Should I ask them a question? Like, what does this have to do with me? Uh, or do you have, what have you to Well, I would say, what does this have to do? What does this, you know, it's 27, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. What does this have to do with me? Yeah, just worded a little difference. According to the parallel table of authorities, included for your convenience, circle with a yellow marker or with a blue pen. It's it's alcohol, it's AATF, alcohol, tobacco, and fire. What does that have to do with me? Question mark. And then turn it and then send it back. See, you're kind of getting it. Because see, uh, the GPO, the government printing office, they put that out. If they come back and say, well, that you can't use that. Oh, okay, then I can't use anything the GPO uses. Guess who prints <laughs> Title 26? See? Guess who prints? The, see? The GPO prints all of it, but, this, but, but Congress writes it. Congress writes it, and the GPO prints it. So, see, what's happening is we're putting them in the corner, and we're beating their brains out. They don't know what to do with this stuff. See, what they're saying is, it's frivolous. Well, yeah, we agree it is frivolous because I don't do 27. <laughs> okay? I'll give you one chance to fix it or I'll see you in court. See, now you can get into court because they just violated. T- see, now you can sue them in the tax court because they violated Title 26, section whatever the section was that you said. See, see, I don't worry about, I don't worry about uh, how tall I am, how big my feet are. Um, how sovereign I am or any of that. I make sure that they follow the law. Now, th- there is a, there is a, um, a statute that says that the, uh, that the government uh, people, IRS isn't one of them, is included, they have to follow the law. They don't have a choice. Um, I, I, I have it. I found it the other day, and I thought, oh, this will probably be good. We can probably use it. I'll have it in the next day or so. And I'm starting to put that with my stuff. And what it says is, if you're not, if you're, if you're going to tell me to do something, you better be right or, or, or else. See, there's one more slot for you and get Mo. Does that make All sense? Right. Does that answer your question, Andrew? Yes, sir. Uh, it does. Thank you. Hey. All right. Thank you. No, thank you for calling. All right. So that'll do it for tonight, Carrie. Thank you very much. And thank everybody right. else for joining us. Yep. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.